0: Greetings all, and welcome back. We are glad you found your way back to hear the latest episode of the Broadway Bulletin. We have two amazing musicals to discuss today.
1: First up is a fun and new musical at the DR2 Theater, a commercial jingle for Regina Comet.
0: This was a really interesting show. Um, The first thing I want to mention is the lights, and I know that's weird to just jump into that, but the lights really were fantastic. I want to get that yeah. out of the way Yeah. so that it, we can move on to other things, but the lighting was really fantastic.
1: Um, this show and the cast had a lot of energy.
0: Yes, and the acting was so wonderful. It's a three-person cast, and the acting was so wonderful. A few of the songs were a little labored, but they made up for it with um, some really, really incredible songs like Connecting the Dots, Conflict of Interest, or One-Hit Song. Um, not only were they just like really catchy songs, but the actual like substance of it was fantastic. You know, they, I love the harmonies in them. I loved, you know, just the overall storytelling that was happening. in it. I love that Barry Manilow was in the centerpiece of one of them. Good old <laughs> Barry, you know, it was they really sold the songs in it.
1: Right. Well, and I think the best way to describe this show is it was a very simple plot. With fun play in the words.
0: Yeah, the story was simple, but it was fun and simple and needed...
1: Um, well, it uh, ended oh. up being sentimental in the end. Yes,
0: yeah, sorry. Thank you for catching my note. I was like, needed? No. Mm. nope. Yeah, um, and it, it was heartwarming at the end with a good positive message.
1: Right. I personally would have liked to see the characters, especially Regina, um, have a little bit more substance. Um, we got a lot of context and exposition, um, but I didn't feel... I felt like the characters were caricatures rather than, like, human characters. Um, I mean, and if that was the intent of the show, then that's great. But I just can't help feel that that wasn't the intent. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt like there was a lot of things that they were trying to do with the characters. Mm -hmm. But they didn't have enough time or setup or plot substance to do that. Okay, yeah. Within it being, you know, just a 90-minute performance.
0: Yeah, it it was quick, but it was... Yeah, I mean Still it was good.
1: definitely like a, a, a fun show for like a nice, fun, light-hearted night out.
0: Yeah, and I really ended up enjoying the show. I thought the actors' voices were amazing. Oh, the it actors' was just,
1: voices were absolutely stunning.
0: It was just good fun. I will say the one little spook moment came at the end with the confetti. cannon. Oh my god!
1: It was such a small space to have a confetti <laughs> cannon. And the actors <laughs> run phase, but everyone was like, "Oh my god!" And then yeah. we all
0: got back into it. Well, and the lady
1: <laughs> next to me actually got shot in the eye.
0: Which is saying something, because, like, when I was at Wicked, I got beamed in the eye by the person throwing the the streamer. Mm
1: -hmm. And the fact
0: that they're, like, up on the little pedestal thing, and I'm in the orchestra, and I was like, hey, good news! (laughs) (laughs) You know? But all in all, I thought it was a really fun show. You know? It it was a good time.
1: Sadly, this show closed on November 21st, 2021. (laughs)
0: Our second show on this episode is a brand new musical playing at Stage 42, Trevor the Musical. Let me put on my uh, Johnny Carson hat and pull my envelope out and make a prediction here. I predict this show may make a Broadway transfer.
1: When I asked you this at the theater, you said, nah, I don't think it will. Well,
0: what changed your mind? Well, no, hold on. I'm, I'm torn about this because... I worry that it may not do as well in like the larger houses that are available. I feel like it's gonna fare better, fare better, fare better at a smaller house like a Circle in the Square, or um, I mean, honestly, like the Eugene O'Neill or um, MTC's, the Freedmen, or Second Sages' uh, Helen Hayes. The available theaters right now, I think, are just. Too big for this show to see really any commercial success, so it's it's too much of a gamble for them to bring it to Broadway. But that being said, now that it's opened and it's getting huge rage, rave reviews, yeah, we'll see. So well, so I was right. Well, we'll see. Considering <laughs> the shows that are in the pipeline, it might be stalled for a little bit because there are some really big productions coming to Broadway. That's fair. Um, so we'll see what's what's in the mix. But yeah, um, I predict that I think eventually it may make a Broadway transfer. Because yeah, it was a powerful and important story that not only needs to, but must be told.
1: Right. Um, it's an important story about accepting who you are and to not judge others for being different.
0: That stage was full of so much freaking talent.
1: Especially considering how young they were. Oh my they God, were yeah. like the majority of the cast was fairly young, yeah, and they were phenomenal. Yeah, I, I mean the kid who played Trevor truly embodied his character. Yeah, and I
0: loved it. I'm usually am not a huge fan of like kid performers, and I was like, this is.
1: You're like, go, amazing. Trevor, go.
0: The songs were so, so great and fully imagined and fully realized. Yes. I wanna I want a cast album and I want it now.
1: Right. They were fun. Um, and they had a sweet, simple tune at times. Um, there were parts of the songs that stuck with you.
0: Mm-hmm. The humor was perfectly there. <coughs> All the design elements were there and they worked. The dancing was absolutely amazing. Considering these were teens and adolescents, they were working their butts off. And
1: I love that they were... Like, for the majority, they were actual adolescents and not Like adults ac-
0: playing adolescents. Exactly, yeah. which
1: I really appreciated, especially for this story.
0: The show was wonderful top to bottom. Like, don't miss it. It really is a good show. And Tickets for the show, which is now playing at Stage 42, are available through April 17th of 2022. And that concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune in to our next edition, coming out every Tuesday and Saturday.
1: Until next time, I'm Hope Bird.
0: And I'm Andrew Cortez, reminding you to turn off your cell phone.
1: Unwrap your candies, and please keep your mask on. And And eat the candies and, you know, put that mask back on really fast.
0: And keep talking about the theater.
1: In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe.
0: You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at stage whisper Pod.
1: And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
0: Our theme song is Booga Blues by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Frederick Larden featuring Laura Palmy and Billy Murray.